Nebent Break Radio presents Elegantly Edwith. It's like meeting up for champagne with the girls after a long day of relaxing on the yacht step. Elegantly Edwith. Eclectic. Electric. Emotional. And absurdly specific. www.nebentbreakradio.com Hello and welcome to Elegantly Edwith. I'm your host, Edwith. Thank you for joining me. I'm joined today, as always, by my cohort and elegant assistant, DJ Play School. How are you doing today, DJ Play School? Doing great, doing great. Thanks for asking. Cool. And we're also joined by um, Crut of the Garuda server. How are you doing today, Crut? Never better. And we are also very excited to have from FXN staff. Kyle, how are you doing today, Kyle? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good, good. How are you? I, I, you know, you're, I think you may be the first person who asked me that. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Does anybody ever ask the host? <laughs> and? I, I, I don't even know. You're dancing that question. I'm good. I never thought about myself before. JK. <laughs> JK. It's hilarious. Um, and uh, we're going to do, we're going to be talking about FXN in a little bit, but first we're going to quote unquote roll them for in game. And yeah. Lol. I don't know why. Okay. At first, I have a, a confession to make. People always ask me all the time, like, uh, of all the questions I get asked about my show, the question that I get asked the most frequently is do you actually roll the dice when you're when you're when you're doing uh oh do we have dice no i don't oh, i have a, i have an online i have a dice roller online because i i was doing some D stuff and so i got i got, i just downloaded it and then that was before i started recording the show and i was like oh it'd be kind of cool if i rolled the dice so it was random all the time as to who would go well so then but people that never people seem to not believe that i actually roll the dice and it's it's quite Disconcerting because people think can I put bets it. on this. What do you want to put, put a bet? bets on? What the no, you can't bet guild because you don't have any. Oh, <laughs> no, he has a no, no, you can place bets on polyhedral dice. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is he's the 50 kill from the adventure coupon that he once played. Remember, remember, right? Right, okay. First person to go is Crut. What have you been doing in game and out of game lately? In game, which is obviously more important than out of game, yes. I have been gearing my red mage because I am going to make an attempt to solo Gwivra. That is my plan. I hope to have the gear and be prepared for it mentally by um, July. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Long term goal. Long term goal to solo Gwivra. Yeah. Is it even possible for you to solo Gwivra? I, I heard rumors that it has been done. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm trying to do her. But <laughs> how about you I mean, you go solo and if and you just have to bring some friends along just in case something That doesn't sound like soloing to me. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe maybe the lion's worth of people? I don't People always say that to me, they're like, Man, if you come heal me I can solo it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's considered dueling. <laughs> 
And out of game, I just have a lot of school, really. I take networking at Fanshawe College, which is really not that hard this semester. But, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Play a lot of lot of Final Fantasy XI. Did you say you had something that you were playing outside of? Oh, yeah, we're not going to... Get into that. Uh, maybe, maybe, alright. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get lynched and everybody's gonna stop no, listening to your podcast no. right now. Am I gonna, gonna lynch you? Cause I'm right here. Because so I'm the biggest threat. I've been playing World of Warcraft okay. recently. Okay. It happens. <laughs> I knew, I knew the second you brought it up that that's what you were playing. I, I yeah. was not even a question in my mind. Is this some sort of like a button heads thing? Is this, well, <laughs> the fan base doesn't usually cross. It's more usually like a. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. But um, you're not the only person who's ever been on a Final Fantasy XI podcast that played uh, World of Warcraft, Kalo. And um, yeah, so you can. It's cool. I understand. People need diversity in their life. If you could, oh, is it correct? If you, if you <laughs> come back to eleven in the end, it's it's okay. I have a thing where I switch on and off. Like I'll play Final Fantasy eleven for like eight months straight, like at least five hours a day every day for eight months, and then I just burn out on it. I can't play this game anymore. It's not fun anymore. So I gotta go play WoW because it's ridiculously easy mode. And then when I realize that. <laughs> yeah. It's way too easy. I go back to Final Fantasy XI for a challenge. See, when I get burnt out, I just don't play. I don't. I don't. I don't go to the other side. <laughs> it's okay. We have cookies. <laughs> Ooh, I like cookies. What kind of cookies? Excel Fridays. <laughs> oh, and for anyone who doesn't know me, uh, I'm Crut on the Garuda server. Uh, Red Mage, White Mage, and Black Mage 75. I've and heard many a tall tale about the Crut Mage from the Crut Mage himself. And if I. Uh, <laughs> You ask me for help. The answer is probably going to be no, because I'm a little bit of a jerk. But <laughs> no, that's not true. I, I'll help you probably, as long as you're not a, a rude person. I, I have a technical question to ask you. If you went out with your NPC and do, and soloed Gwiver, would that be considered soloing? Because I think it would. I think That's a tough call, because that's... Yeah, I think it would be, because that's like kind of like, well, I was going to say it's kind of like a beast master using his beast, but I guess it's not really. But yeah, I would consider that, I would consider that soloing. Do you know what the funnest thing ever was? I was once on my beast master level four, and I was fighting something, and then I was going to die. I was like, there's no effing way I'm going to survive. But for some reason, I had my signal pearl attached because I didn't have any gear for that slot. I was like, then I, pu- I called out my, my Taru Taru, and he, and I, he saved the day. And I didn't die. Nice. And my, oh, we were, there was five of us, or four of us, fighting Circuit in the bottom of Garlic Citadel there. And we, I don't know what it was, but this guy was just on coke that night, and he was just tearing us up. Gakola. Three of us die. The only one left is our samurai. Or no, he, it was our monk. And he's just shockering himself and running around. He's like, oh, I don't think we're taking this. And he pulls out his... uh his NPC was only like level 50-something, and it finished the Circuit off. Nice. And we're like, yes! Dropped a V claw and the uh, the ring. Oh, I want that circuit we were ring. Like, Money. <laughs> <laughs> Gil. Bull Gil. Um, is that all you've been doing lately, Sir Kurt? Yes. Well then, DJ. You you said Kurt? No, no, it's Kurt. <laughs> I don't know. Already. DJ, please don't stop the music <laughs> and tell me what you've been doing lately. Hey, did you roll the dice for this? No, I didn't need to. He's. I only have two guests that are applicable to the in game. Your FXN, you're out of the 
Oh, so I only rolled a D two, which essentially. Is the... uh, do I get to talk about what I've been playing? You, you can, you can, you can. Okay, I will. Okay. So DJ, what have you been doing? Oh me. Um, let's see. Uh, in game, I I recently gotten um both Corsair and Dancer to seventy five, and nice. I've been struggling with the internal battle. Okay, I have two support jobs that may or may not be very useful to people at the end game. Do I want to actually try to go end game and get some gear for these or do I need to go back and try something else? And so I've been, I've been trying to try, you know, I've been throwing that up in the air a little bit. I'd love to go into Nizel and I've kind of strategically leveled some of these jobs so that I don't need to do like 80 different end game events to get gear for it. Lol Denali. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, I've, I've been, I've been working with that. I've been, you know, trying to, you know, at least raise some money to get some decent gear, you know, kind of get in dust pieces one at a time and such so I run like you know at 50% speed or <laughs> things like that um I've uh, been doing some BCs recently um had a couple of good ODS runs so that's been good for me otherwise been doing campaign working on some uh merit points and such and, and that's that's a whole lot I've kind of scaled back my play a lot here uh, recently seeing as I uh, this is something I I was on PFA talking about when my account got hacked um, last year, near the end of last year. And at that time, I still had a Japanese account. It's a Japanese account I created back in 2002. And I had been less than truthful when registering because of the restrictions back then that they had on, in the actual Play Online application to register for the game. So my account basically was terminated Uh <laughs> So I started over again. Yeah, so I started over again at the beginning of October of last year, and some people have congratulated me, and others been a little less forthright in congratulating me on getting 275 jobs in the span of about three and a half, four months. <laughs> that is quite impressive, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that, that's been the most of it in-game. Other things I've been doing, um, I actually, uh, just, just today before... Um, Getting online here, I picked up Mass Effect for PC because oh, nice. a couple, yeah, a couple of friends have been telling you, you got to play this game, you got to play this game. Come on, Mike, you got to play this game. So I'm gonna go ahead and give that a shot here. Um, I've also started work on some new music. Um, I'm gonna be launching a new project called Teiku, which means low altitude, um, and it's gonna be really minimal. And I'm going to try my hand at actual non-sequenced music production um so it's going to be like a lot of actual like you know vinyl cuts uh actual live synth performance things like that just to mix things up not just you know look at a giant grid filled with multicolored tracks and you know yeah. do stuff by hand and loop it over and over and over again i'm gonna you know try try to do things a little bit differently this time around so hopefully that turns out well i think i should have a after you know, kind of planning things out and getting stuff recorded, it should have uh, tracks starting to come out for that in the next two to three weeks here. So, um, if anybody wants to check it out or check out stuff I've done you know, over the past few years, you can go to djplayschool.com. Mm, shameless promotion, yeah. Plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and check it out. But yeah, that's basically what I've been doing in game and uh, out of game otherwise. Um, what about you, Kyle? I know you were talking about what you've done out of game. So, well, since, since you're <laughs> I'm, out of game I'm is... Game. I did have an account, like, what year was that? No, I was like two years ago or something. Yeah, I think no. it was during December for 
a week. And I told him I've clocked over 300 days on the game. He's like, yeah, I can't get into this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. Wait, do you want me to start with FXN or games? Uh, you could, you could, you should start with your own games. And then after, after end game, we'll do FXN. Like, I'll, okay. Okay. Uh, well, I don't usually have much time to play games, which is kind of odd because I'm aspiring to be a video games journalist, but, uh, I picked up a DS yesterday. I had one before, but I sold it to get Metal Gear Solid 4 in uh, June, which is a righteous, righteous trade. And, <laughs> and I got, uh, I got Final Fantasy 4 with it. And I mean, I played only about an hour of it so far, but it is so good. It is like for a DS game, it's really good. I had Final Fantasy 3. I don't know if any, did any of you guys play it for a DS? Yeah. Yeah, it was, I, it. I, I finished it, but it, uh, at, by the end of this, it's like, why did I, Finish this game. <laughs> it's such a waste of time. Like the last dungeon was just like battle every three steps, and it was really not fun. I just kept dying and it sucked. But this game is actually pretty fun because I, I have uh, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Four on uh, the Game Boy Advance. And I was playing through that, and it's kind of glitchy a little bit. Battles just go wonky all of a sudden. It was really killing the fun of the game. That's not really cinematic. I really love cinematics in games, and uh, cutscenes are. No cutscenes and stuff like that kind of killed it for me. But playing on DS, they actually have voice acting. They have like cutscenes where you know the camera's actually pointing at somebody's face, or <laughs> opposed to just two D sprites running around. So it's really fun. Cool. It's it's it, I'm just kind of surprised because I thought I fell out of the fun of playing Final Fantasy again. Like say if I played seven for like the eighteenth time, it wouldn't be as fun. But this has got me. It's like I, I want to. I wouldn't mind playing it right now. Lol. <laughs> yeah. I also been playing uh Star Ocean for the PSP. I bought that a little while ago as a gift for myself for no particular reason. And uh I haven't played much of that. It's got voice acting too and it looks nice and it's not as fun as Final Fantasy Four. <laughs> Happy Me Day. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Like Yeah. I think I passed a test or something and I was like, Yes. Yes. Reward. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for me, I've been uh COP grinding some more. I'm trying to think of what I've done exactly. I know I led a Minotaur run, which was shocking because it was my first, well, it was technically my second time through, but it was my first time through, I guess. Like, actually succeeding, so it felt, it felt, it felt special to me. And then I did, oh, I did Mammoths. Thank you, Tiger Fury, for your expertise in Mammoting. Took us like three tries, but whatever. Then we did Diablos. Took us like three tries, but you know, you know, it was fun with the tiles. Like I was like scared. Like I was like, I hope my tile doesn't fall. Even though I was on the tile that I knew that wasn't going to fall, it was still scary. And, um, because, uh, oh my, like the, like the first few times we wiped and I was like out of Yag drinks. So I only bought 10 or something. And I was like, oh, that'll be enough. But I was going through them. Like they were like going out of style. So, um, and then, so then the last time, the one time we actually won was thankfully, thankfully he nightmared us all and he drew me in or something and he hit me. So I was woken up because somehow I had hate and then I benediction and then we won. It was epic. It was epic. <laughs> nice. So I was like, yes. And then I did Oryu, which, which I hear was really hard. Like if you didn't buy the, the spring, the sprig. The sprig mistletoe, whatever, whatever that keeps them on the ground. But anyways, we didn't buy any of that. All six of us, none of that. We did it. We did it total mana burn style. Is paladin tank, summoner, red mage, two, two black mages, and a white mage. And it was epic. It was epic fun. It's like bra, bra, a mana font, a astroflow, and 
chain spell and we like won. And then the paladin two houred because I don't know why the paladin two houred because the paladin was fine. Why not? Why not? <laughs> it's like everyone else is doing it. I'm not doing anything for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we ended up going to Sacrarium, and then we we got two keys, and then we got we got a cutscene, and then we, we then we realized that we had to clear four more height, but then it was like four a.m., so they were like, no, <laughs> oh jeez. So BS Phil and Tiger Fury, I thank you very much, and Spider Jaw, and um, I hope that I can convince them three to join me again on this epic Sacrarium adventure because that is on my next thing to do there. I also leveled Puppet Master to 69, which is getting up there. And I was told by BS Phil that I am completely doing Puppet Master unacceptably, going Slash Dancer. And the reason I was going Slash Dancer is because it's the only job that I got to 37 that's acceptable for Puppet Master. So I have, like, level your warrior. Thank you. That's what level I was, it. I was going to say, I was going to say, he wants me to love my warrior. So, so apparently <laughs> I'm going to be leveling my warrior, which I got to, well, I was, it was just basically me fighting it and him. Oh my God. <gasps> you know, you know what made me so mad? He, I was like, he was going to salvage <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, it's like, will you help me with, or you after you're done with salvage? He's like, yeah, totally. Well, he, after some fighting, he, yeah, totally. But, um, and then I was like, okay, I'll go, I'll go level warrior for that hundred minutes. Okay. And you'll go to salvage. And he's like, fine. That sounds like a good idea. So then I'm leveling warrior and I'm talking to him on Skype. I'm like, Hey, are you almost done? He's like, Oh, just like a half an hour left. Like, Hey, are you almost done? Like 10 minutes left. And I was like, Hey, are you almost done? He's like 10 more minutes. I'm like, you said 10 minutes, 10 minutes ago. That's weird. And then, <laughs> and then I find out he was idling in white gate for over half an hour as I was leveling warrior. It was <laughs> so frustrating. Like you're still a liar. You're still a liar. I, I I will never trust you again, BS Phil. But I probably I think that's hilarious. I probably will. He just didn't. He, I don't think he wanted to do it, but he agreed. No, he wanted me to love my warrior. It's, I was just gonna say, maybe he just wanted you to love warrior. your warrior. <laughs> level your warrior because he's like a seventy-five puppet master, and he thinks he thinks I'm dishonoring puppet masters by subbing dancer. I'm like, whatever. I hope Midnight Memory doesn't listen to this podcast, and you'd be like, I can't believe that guy doesn't have warrior level there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And, um, I'm trying to think of, I think, oh, I, I, oh, I did, I did some Nizel Io runs and we got, um, Kamar Hergalier's body. And I don't know. That's pretty much it. I have about a month to go before I could transfer back to Bahamut, but I'm not really sure if I'm doing that immediately. Like, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be a difficult day when that comes around. Um, and now we're going to talk about the exciting the ever popular, the top 25 in video game podcasting, FXN. Oh, I didn't know I was on the top Were you though. on the 20- <laughs> Were you didn't tell me? Uh, I, we have been at one point, but not, not right well, now since we don't have an episode out right now, but, uh, well, we, our last episode no, came out the you do, month, you, like, but. you always say, like, you always say your highest, like, artists are, like, the number one selling, like, they're not. Oh, I know, I know. They're yeah. not number one right <laughs> we, now, but they were, so. You were one, so you are. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah. FXN. Yeah. Um, where to start? Uh, I host the show with, uh, my good pals, uh, Lauren McFadden, Jamie Quartz, and David Turner. We all run the site, uh, FinalFantasy13.net and, uh, FF-13.net. That's the Roman numeral. But, uh, yeah, we've been running the show since, uh, November 2007 now, and it's evolved quite a bit since then. We originally started as a Final Fantasy 13 podcast. We'd cover news, talk about what we've been playing, and answer questions from listeners and stuff like that. But since then, uh, 
just uh, maybe the past three months, we switched over to covering all of Final Fantasy. And there's really not any, any other podcasts out there that cover just Final Fantasy. Because I know there's a crazy amount of 11 podcasts. Is there like a number on how many there um, are? Let's, let's do a little count right now. There's... No, 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 no. There's Food Alpha, there's Limerick Radio, there's He Says, She Says, there's my show, there's Radio Signet, there's Level Down, there's The Mog House, there's uh, that Brazilian podcast that no one listens to because it's Brazilian. <laughs> and, and I, and no, me. <laughs> I, I'm probably missing someone. I'm probably going to offend someone. I have eight right now. Eight. That's crazy. And yeah, so uh, yeah, we got a really open market, sort of, uh, I guess. So I don't know, I, I, we have a lot of fun on the show. We right now we're we, most of our news is covering Final Fantasy 13, but since we opened up to all of Final Fantasy, we've been covering like Advent Children Complete and Dissidia Final Fantasy and um, other things. I can't remember. I noticed you didn't mention the uh, mass exodus of Final Fantasy 11. What are you biased? Uh, yeah, none of us have played Final Fantasy 11. <laughs> or uh, I, I noticed that. Once you switched to this format, you didn't talk about Crisis Core nearly as much as when you were 13 exclusive. Yeah, it's strange how that works. But, well, the thing is, the Crisis Core came out in March. But, uh, exciting, uh, we are having a Crisis Core episode in March. Because last year, in, uh, I guess it was our April episode, because Crisis Core came out on the 25th or 26th of March in, uh, 2008. Um, we, uh, had that show. I don't know if, uh, if you heard it, but we had like a half an hour dedicated to Crisis Core. But we didn't, it was spoiler free, so we said, we won't spoil Crisis Core during the podcast for a year. Uh, well, now it's going to be a year because, like, uh, on the show, it's a it's completely spoilers podcast. So, like, we'll, except for maybe Final Fantasy 12 ish, but we don't, we didn't really play that much. But, uh, like, seven, eight, nine, ten, we spoil like crazy. And, uh, but not Crisis Core since it just came out. So we're going to do a, an episode dedicated to, uh, fanboying and fangirling over Crisis Core. <laughs> and spoiling, you're just gonna make spoil a the crap out of it. It'll be it'll be a separate episode. It'll be like mid March. It'll be a really pain in the butt to produce. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention we're also uh, FinalFantasyUnion.com. It, it, it's kind of confusing. Uh, my website is merging into another website, FinalFantasyUnion.com. So soon enough, FinalFantasy13.net will be no more, and it'll just redirect there. But it's a better site, and uh, I, I run it with my buddy Daryl and Colin, Lauren, and the other people. But uh, what else to say about the podcast? Okay, well, if, if you guys want to find the show, you can just search FXN on iTunes and it'll pop up. Or you can just search Final Fantasy on iTunes and it'll pop up under podcasts. And uh, we come out once a month on the first Wednesday of every month. We usually record like the last day of, the, of every month. So we actually record episode 14, uh, myself, Jamie, Lauren, and David uh, tonight in about four hours. Exciting Five stuff. Hours. When I'm at work. Yeah, well, Craig's at work. So yeah, um, oh. what do you, what do you think, think of the show, Edward? I, I really like the show. Yeah. No, I'm the one who contacted you. I absolutely yeah. hate the show. I find <laughs> it completely annoying. I never listen to it ever. We're okay. going to make fun of you. We're going to make fun of you. Totally. You, you actually emailed totally. David, and I didn't know this until I asked David, because when you replied to me, you said, oh, I'm glad you replied. I was like, wait, David, when did you get this email? Because you emailed... Like a month ago. Like a month yeah, ago. January 10th, and I didn't know that when I replied... Uh, cause he forwarded it to me, uh, like yesterday. <laughs> Did I send it to <laughs> the like wrong? 20 days delay. Did I send it to the wrong email? Oh, uh, you sent it to, you sent it to David's email, but he, but he just does, doesn't check his email that often, like once every 20 days, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I thought I sent it to hosts, but maybe I just sent it to, oh well. 
David, Kyle, Jamie, and Lauren. No, I did that in wrong order. Darn, darn it. It's Kyle, Jamie, Lauren, and David. There I go. <laughs> yeah, I fail at order, apparently. Um, <laughs> so, uh, is that is that all you have to tell, tell us about your exciting adventures in FXN podcasting? Uh, I'm sure I could talk about it for hours and hours. Depends if you want to cut me off. <laughs> um, I Well, I probably know. <laughs> you're, you're, it's, you're, a, it's a good show we have a lot of fun producing it uh it got me into games journalism and that's what i'm going through in college now thanks to it and i go on the radio and stuff now so uh it's a we try our best to make a great show and keep it concise so and we we feature like uh final fantasy remixes from overclock remix every episode we ask the artists uh to tell us about them and the remix and get permission to have it on the show we have a professionally produced intro and stuff like that and we have a fun ass time. It's it sounds fun. I, I I'm always smiling like crazy during the entire show because we're just laughing and crying the whole show. Um, is there is there any plans to make your show biweekly? I know you've suggested before. Uh, probably not because we just I just started another podcast. Uh, because as part of trying to become a games journalist, I'm opening up a general gaming website with uh, my uh, partner in crime, uh, Daryl. Well, he's more taking on the brunt of it, and Colin who's the graphic designer, but uh, we've started a podcast uh, for that as well called uh, State of the Union, since it's called Gaming Union, the website, gamingunion.net. Not up yet, but uh, pretty soon. But uh, since we do that uh, once a month as well and two weeks apart from my podcast, FXN, so it's like I'm doing podcasts bi-weekly now, but there's two separate ones. So if I try to do FXN bi-weekly, I'd be doing it with the same week as State of the Union, which would be crazy because college is way too busy and I got a part-time job and write for the school newspaper and I have homework and... Life. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, have, I have no life. Anymore. And you're a gamer, which yeah. is also important. Yeah. I'm yeah barely you, squeezing you need, that in you need, to, you need to play games more often. This is... That's what I'm trying to do. I'm scheduling it in. You know what you gotta do? Let's play Final Fantasy Eleven. Really? That's yeah. what I was thinking. What, what is this Eleven about? <laughs> I, I hear so much about it. Great. Game. Well, maybe maybe you should listen to some of my shows. That would be. I, I did. I know, but but you didn't listen to enough because you're not hooked. You need to get hooked. Oh, I I promise I won't get hooked on Final Fantasy Eleven because that would be the end of my college. Career. He doesn't have that kind of time. <laughs> Trust me, this guy is ridiculous. Just, busy. Just buy, just is buy he, a character from eBay. <gasps> don't, don't. <gasps> you can't say things like that. RMT! No, that is, oh, that is an R. Get a license book. <laughs> no one would know that it's RMT, though. You're just like, I don't know. I've heard of people buying characters. It's- I've been playing forever. Ask Crut. Yeah, man, he's been here since like 2005. Where have you been? He totally, totally has, actually. <laughs> he just took he took a short sojourn. Short Um. And now we're going to go to our exciting main topic discussion. Anyways. Oh, just real quick. Uh, thanks for letting me plug my show like crazy. That's nope. You can FXN, 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 FXN. You can plug all the time. <laughs> Thank you, Craig, too. Anytime you want to come on and not know anything about Eleven and plug your show. <laughs> I'll bring Craig with me. You're welcome. Translate. You're, wel- you're welcome to <laughs> it. And now to the exciting main topic discussion of... Uh, freelancers in campaign, and the episode is going to be called "Commissioned," and we're going to be discussing how to improve your campaign by getting freelancers on your side. I'm talking to you, Bastock, because hey. because <laughs> I love you, Bastock for life. But 
we don't we don't we don't we don't do these things that help us apparently. Last stock. We, oh, I was just gonna say that we are <laughs> we are last stock. But I love you. I love you, stock. I don't love Windy. Oh, I forgot to mention. I also forgot to mention that I switched to Windy. I don't know if I said that already. Don't tell people that. Would it take a really long time to explain to me what you guys are talking about? <laughs> um, there's three nations. Okay, there's three nations. No, no, I, I just mean for what we're about to talk about. Sorry. Oh, um, the uh, commission. Oh, there's uh, there's NPCs in the game, and right. you're like fighting the war against the Beastmen. Yeah. And these NPCs are like superheroes or whatever, and you can kind of sway them to join your army instead of like the other, the other army. nations' army. That they called freelancers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yep, yep. See, this is what Craig's here for. Yes, translation. First time <laughs> ever on an 11 podcast, I think. I'll just mouth to you, what are they saying? And you can just butt break in there. <laughs> well. Um, so, DJ Play School, please tell us about Actel. How do you get him, and what does he do? Or her. I don't even know. I believe it's her. Yeah, it's uh, her. It's actually um, a Dragoon. Um, no, well, for, for each of the freelancers, essentially, um, they may or may not be allied. And when they're not allied, they're normally out in some area of the game, just somewhere, some, somewhere in the past, normally just in some assigned zone. And what happens is, is, um, in order to influence them, you have to do certain things, um, like you have to talk to them as a certain job or trade them a certain item or just meet some requirement. And that raises influence. And then when that conquest tally happens every Sunday, um, they may just say, okay, I've been more influenced by this nation. So I'm going to help them out at random points in time during their nation's campaign battles. Um, for Octel specifically, um, she's, um, a dragoon. And so all you have to do is talk to her as a dragoon. Um, and you basically help out with influence. And basically, the more people that try to influence, because I believe you can only do it once every so often, or you probably have to like zone out before trying to increase the influence some more. Um, but yeah, you influence her by talking as a dragoon. And um, the good thing about freelancers and why you always want to have freelancers, or if you're presented with the opportunity to get a freelancer to join your army to do so, they help out immensely in campaign. You know, the armies by themselves help out a lot because there's nothing worse than you know having a dozen people there trying to take on like 50,000 yeah, <laughs> people simultaneously. Um, but, and, but, um, they, they normally aren't by themselves either. Like, uh, Octel, she actually has a wyvern that will accompany her as well. And they typically have, you know, some great special attacks, high hit point. They, they last a very, very long time. And so they'll, um, and so basically if you're able to get them to join, uh, they'll show up just at random points in time. I'm not quite sure how it how it calculates when they join a battle or what battles they join, but hey, if you're in a battle, they might just show up. True. Um, and she's normally found in uh, no, when she's unallied, you can find her in East Ronfar, but when she's allied, she'll be in one of the cities because that's. Yeah, I think most. No, yeah, I think most of them are like that. They're out in the zone somewhere, and then if they're allied, they'll basically just chill in town and show up on the battlefield whenever they feel like it. I suppose. Yeah, they're like, oh, I feel like going today. You know, the Beastman Confederate could wait. They always seem to be attacking. I don't. A nice day out. I think I might go for a walk. Basically, <laughs> <Get> some breakfast. <laughs> like, oh, the Beastman. Yes, them again every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then Here's uh Krut, would you like to tell us about the exciting 
be ever popular. I don't even know this person. Aru Hat. No, no, I wouldn't. Actually, I've I've never encountered this uh, this individual NPC. I'm not gonna pretend that I'm the guru of campaign because I do it so rarely. I really just know campaign from what my brothers told me. Um, but apparently, Aru Hat, uh, when she's unallied, you can find her in Grauberg and sway her by trading medicines to her. Like, you know, potions and ethers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, transforms into a worm and it does a lot of damage. And he transforms into... I'm not even going to try and say that. Osmanuk. 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 Yeah, I have seen Osmanuk. Yeah, I have. And, me too. Yeah, she, yeah she's, she's just kind of like... Uh, and I think she's a blue mage, maybe. And yeah. so when when you talk to her, like outside, because I've been running her a couple of times, she's just kind of really aloof, like, hmm. So this is what a city is like. Hmm. I see. <laughs> Stuff like that. She's quite out there, but yeah, very very powerful. Awesome. Yeah. I, I remember. I don't know. I, never, I remember the first time I saw her, and I thought I thought she was going to kill us because I didn't like I, <laughs> like I didn't realize freelancers like oh my god we're so dead. <laughs> but then Shadowhand killed me, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow hand. <laughs> it's true. Um uh is and that's pretty much it for our, our hat, right? Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Um one time one time I was frolicking throughout Jugner. Actually I the only, oh, the only mode of transportation. <laughs> yeah, <the> frolic. <laughs> the only mode of transportation. Yeah, straight. I was actually I was actually at a Choco and I was I was with I was with Max and we were just like on our way to Battalion Downs S for some reason. I can't remember why. I think we we're hunting gnolls. Anyways, I saw and then I saw Alicorn, of course, I had to jump off my Choco. Cause I was like and I got to get some screenshots with it. Pose for me and like and uh, like work it, work it, Alicorn, work it, fierce, fierce. Um and uh and so I just cured it because I'm a white mage and that's what I do. And and then I didn't know, but that apparently uh is how you influence Alicorn because he has this like this dot on him and you're like he's so sad and his horn is broken and you're like aww. And then, and then, then, um, I, I've heard that when he joins you in the battlefield, I've actually, I've, um, Alcidos has told me about him, how she's just like, she's like Ixion, but on your side and all light based attacks instead of electric. So it's like, she's epic and you win life. Right. So, and then apparently no matter who she's aligned to, she's always in Windurst. So that's lame. Darn, Hmm. darn them. Darn those Windurstians and them being... Yeah. Edwith, darn those Windurstians. You know, I... Temporary, okay? Temporary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just want to get my Cobra unit hat for my Puppet Master and maybe some other Puppet Master stuff. And that's it. Then I'm gone. Then I'm like, that's Bastok with me. I'll even... Good. So, it's just, it's just temporary and I will be out of there soon. I hope. Um... Good. We need more cures. Uh, I mean, uh, well, no, I quality white. I, I still go. <laughs> I still go to Basak campaign because I'm like, and like Ro- Rollinberry is my fun place. And then I like Pashow and stuff. I don't like Jugner too much, but I go there when there's nowhere else to go. Um, and then we're going to uh, ask Kyle about asthma. So have you ever have been run across asthma on your travels? Are you kidding? Of course I have. Me and Asmari are tight. 
Me and Asma hang out at uh, Northern uh, Gustaburg. I'm sorry, not said that right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I say it. Yeah. Oh snap! I thought I stumbled over that. Okay, and are, when they're allied, is that do I just say the cities? Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah just the it. cities. Yeah, I don't recognize those. Uh, if you want to hang tight with uh, Asma <laughs> and me, uh, you got to talk to her with a high alchemy skill, and uh, she will then. Uh, I don't know if I'm talking about my butt here, but uh, provides additional temporary items and fights with powerful lightning and magic. That sounds exciting. Has anyone ran into Asmol because I've never ever ran? No. wasn't lying. No, I haven't, <laughs> actually. From Bastok, never seen her. Kyle has. Yep. Yep. Well, I, I mean, you, you and Asma, you're like, you're like out in North Gustaburg. <laughs> What's in North Gustaburg? What's there? You're just like, yo. Green Shutter never happened. Green <laughs> Shutter never happened. So true. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any random tales about me and Asma. Sorry. <laughs> well, I I can think of some. <laughs> you you were you were going out killing um, not spinies to be. What's the what's the name of that lizard that's over there? Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> what what yeah. is that lizard that everyone always wants that has the the bounding boots? Oh, leaping Lizzie. Yeah, you and you and her are like, let's go kill leaping Lizzie, and now you're zero for five hundred. I love leap. Oh, I'm a one for one on leaping Lizzie, man. You don't even know. I haven't even tried. So these guys help you side by side in battles or something? What's that? Well, these guys help you like side by yeah. side in battles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's why you want them. That's why we're tight. Okay. Yes. They're using me. <laughs> using me. <laughs> <laughs> um. What about the next exciting uh, freelancer, Bobbin Nye? Yeah. DJ Playschool. Was it uh, Baban Nimiela? I believe Nimiela or something like that. It's, it's a lycopodium, basically. Oh, um, lycopodium. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really small, really cute. Um, you find them wandering around Maritov, Maritov Mountains when not allied. Um, however, you can influence it by trading it uh, distilled water. Um, and that I think it also, sense. when you do that, I think it like follows you for like a minute or so, or kind of yeah. like what other oh. like lycopodiums like, oh do. They just kind of look at you and follow you around. Um, however, when they are allied and they actually go into battle, this little guy is assisted by like all types of, uh, like plant, plantoid monsters to, to help your armies. So I think he's assisted, uh, outside of the cities by a treant, a mole, a morbole, and a uh, cactar. Nice. And so they base, and they and they all pretty much span their special abilities, and so that's a big help. And then when it's actually a city battle, on top of those three, the uh, Baban is uh, assisted also by a uh, was it a Gugu? Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool. So yeah, so this little guy is rolling really deep. <laughs> He's rolling really deep. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I think, wow, that's crazy. Like, you're like, I'm a plant summoner. That's basically what he is. Green mage. Green mage. Oh, green mage. Green yeah, yeah, mage. Yes, yes, yes. They did put it in the game. They did. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like how they put the Maga sisters into the game. Lol. Um, did you see that article, by the way? Was, no. That's yeah, lol. Um, so, what about Chao Mui? Crut. Chao Mui, you know, it's another freelancer that I personally haven't run across. Sounds delicious. It, it really does. It sounds <laughs> spicy, but you'd yes. think it's a super something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Chao Mui, I guess, uh, 
you got to influence by uh, finding the crimson chigo and crawler's nest. Uh, personally, I haven't put a lot of effort into that because I don't like running around finding question mark, question mark, question marks, which is why my level 62 thief still doesn't have his boots. <laughs> because this is like eight question marks in that quest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's uh, assisted by Azo and Vahi. And which, you know, the more the merrier, I guess. Uh, oh, the, uh, Azo and Vai are, are a spider and a scorpion and they, they, um, they release Chigos when, uh-huh. when fighting, which is lol. Awesome. Creepy. <laughs> kind of weird, actually. Lol Mithras and their desire to be all down with the Chigos. <laughs> um, what about the, Exciting Dalzac, Kyle. Uh, Dalzac, Dalzac and I had a, had a falling out, but, uh. Once upon a time, imagine back when, back when. Yeah, you back were friends. when I was killed, man. So, let's see, I just gotta follow these charts here. So, uh, you catch him unallied in the Suramug campaign. Is that pronounced correctly? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Okay, but if you talk to him as a, as a monk, is that, is that correct? A monkey? Yeah. Monk. I'm a monkey. <laughs> monkey. There's no E at the end of our Y. It's monk. Yeah. Is that just the cities too for when he's yeah. allied? Okay. The cities. He's allied. But, uh, primary, primarily uses one inch punch when close to defeated, his master may appear and assist him. I'm not his master anymore. Who's his master? Yeah, that's really cool because if, yeah, if anybody's ever done the uh, Monk AF quest, you know all about Dalzac and Ogby. You've done it. You've done it four times. Tell us about this Monk AF quest. <laughs> Tell us about this. Uh, well, I mean, all of the Monk AF quests are started by Ogby in uh, the Bastok and Port Bastok, um, and you kind of go through some of the more somber stories because he was, I believe, he was also Cornelia's master, and we all know. <laughs> what happened with that? If you go through the actual storyline, I don't. I so. don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, um, these two were doing their monk thing back during the Crystal War, and you can get them both to show up. That's crazy. Which is awesome. I like. I like That's- how how uh, Squeenix really uh, put their effort into into looking at current characters and like like putting them in the past as to what they would be and also also creating new characters and you're like, what happened to them? Did they die? Oh no, they died. I don't see you in the present. Oh no. Oh yeah, we should probably also mention that, Kyle that this is all taking all these are in the past. It's like a time warp right now in Final Fantasy Eleven. Let's do the time warp again. <laughs> yes. Wait, no. So, so somebody who started like two years ago is now playing in the past? Huh? No, 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 no. These all, like all this, this, um, uh, this whole, all these freelancers are in the past because so much sense. There's a present, and and that's when you start the game. You're in the present, like when you play the game, you're in the present. But this, the history of the game, like the backstory, is that 20 years ago there was this terrible war that tore the world asunder, and. And now you can go back in time and fight in the war. Oh, now, these sad. guys are all in the war. Oh, you didn't mention you can go back in time. I thought you meant like everything in the present was just, everything was just, eh, we're just going to pull back to the past 20 years. No, 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 no. Okay, I got you. Yeah, it's exciting like that. And now we're going to be talking about the exciting, the ever-popular, Dustraven. Actually, do I know Dustraven? 
I've actually seen him, I think, in uh, North Gustaberg, uh, um battle, and he was just like, "No one, no one's here. I must come because we will die otherwise because no one's here because it's Lowell, no- Lowell North Gustaberg." Um, you have to trade him five hundred gil because he's like likes his money. He's commission based, and that's pretty much it. He's all like, "I want my, I want my money," and he's like, he's probably powerful. He could cast. Tier four elemental magic, and he. Oh, you know what I love the best about these guys is they all do the. They always they always talk in the middle of campaign, and I was like at yeah. first I was like, who is this? Who's this like guy like just talking in the middle? Of who campaign? has time to talk? <laughs> really, <laughs> in campaign, and like I all- cannot haste five people, refresh four of them, and talk at the same time. <laughs> not- think it's always eloquently uh, like structured sentences. Like, yeah. So it's like, what? Who? Who is doing this? Like, <laughs> like, are you trying to be- like? Who uses proper punctuation? Did that guy just use a semicolon properly? <laughs> <laughs> who does that? Yeah. Um. And <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. But uh, that I think he's he looks like a Dark Knight, but he can. I guess he's just like epic Dark Knight. He's like he's like Sage Sunday's Dark Knight. That's level eighty one because he can cast tier four magic too. So, lol. Uh. And then we're going Sage to Sunday. say Sunday. Uh, <laughs> uh, what about Ferris Coffin? DJ plays uh, yes. uh, Ferris Coffin. Yes, legendary Galka White Mage. Woo! For the win. Uh, yeah, um, basically, they are in Battalion Downs when unallied um, in the cities when they are. Um, much like the other. Uh, some other ones talk to them as a white mage and you influence them to join. Uh, I've seen this, I've seen this NPC twice before. Extremely awesome because on top of kind of acting as a kind of like a pixie where they will only attack if attacked, but they basically walk around healing and raising everybody also has a special ability called revivescence, which removes weakness. Whoa. <gasps> Oh my god. I want that. I want that, him. Yeah. I want him. Yeah. Awesome. In my life. Um, if they give that to White Mage, I might play White Mage again one day. No, they said they're going to add new White Mage abilities. Pray, pray, pray. Yeah, that would be awesome. Not likely, but still. They need, they need to differentiate White Mages from Scholars, and I think that's a good way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, evidently he also has a um, Jolnir, the, the Relic White Mage weapon. Oh yeah. And will spam Rangrith. That's even so, so. Yeah, this guy is all sorts of pimping. <laughs> all sorts of pimping. My kind of guy. Nicely put. And a Galka white mage of all things. Who knew? It's Galka white mage mailing the crap out of stuff with relic and removing weakness. Galka all white sp- mage's own. Yep. 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 Well, I don't know about that. Like, maybe when they're seventy-five, but prior. Um, oh, I've seen so many good ones, man. You even know. I, apparently, I don't. Um, what? Apparently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? Yes, really. Really now. Really. Eerie. Eerie. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's just... I'm Batwing Wing Crystal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> someone, someone like the Elmer signal. Okay. I don't know. That was random, too. Uh, how about Kajatora, which actually sounds like a delicious dish, but I don't think it actually... like a Danish, uh, like, Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> Kajatora, is that how you say it? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, he's, he hangs loose unallied in the Battalia Downs, the Rollenberry Fields, and the Suramug Challenge, or campaign. 
Champagne. <laughs> that looks like champagne to me. I say great. champagne. I say champagne for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you uh, present your shurikens to him, he'll uh, ab- he'll oblige with uh, joining your. Uh... <laughs> present your shurikens. <laughs> <laughs> present, with- present to me your shurikens, young one. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I love your phrasing. I wish I could do a Danish accent. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, and he assists in five old semi. Semi. It's the semi clones. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, re- I'm reading. Okay, Utsusemi is a, a ninja exclusive ability that you use to clone yourself in quotes, so that you don't get hit for like X amount of attacks. So I'm assuming that's something like that. But then it says, it says, well, it, by clones, I think it's kind of like I don't know if you've ever gone into a uh, Mamook and seen a. Uh, Hunt that hundred faced Fafulja or whatever it is, where yeah. when he casts Ususemi, as opposed to just getting like shadows, there are actually five yeah. of them running around yeah. killing everyone. Yeah, the, and it said they each have like a thousand hit points only, though. It said yeah. clones. I would figured it would have said shadows. It was just shadows. So I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. It probably cool. probably does that. I never Which seen him before. Cool. I'm I, I'd be scared though. He's like Ususemi, like ah, he's like he's like that guy from uh, Fantastic Four that can do that. Chisnet. Um, I don't know. He's like that guy that can make clones of himself. You know, (laughs) that guy. I don't know. Is that Fantastic Four? Maybe that isn't Fantastic See, I don't know. This is why I don't talk about non 11 things, because I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't sit to me very well. (laughs) Um, And now, okay. So so we're going to talk about Lewinhart next. And I actually ran into him in Battalion Downs S, and and he was like, I was, I was just like, I was like recovering my MP because I, because I was like, I need MP. And he was, then he started talking to me and he cast Mage's Ballad on me. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I wasn't upset. I was just like, you're not in my party. How does that work? And I clicked on him and then I found out he was a campaign NPC. And that was like, whoa. And, uh, he could also do other things. He always did Mage's Ballad to me, but to other people you could do, he does Army's Payon and Dragonfoe Mambo and Victory March. So. He's kind of cool to have around. Did you trade him holly, holy waters in the Elder Mean Necropolis? <laughs> and and holy water, dude. Tastes <laughs> like hot dog water. Full <laughs> holy water. Um, and he's he's like crazy with his phrasing. He's just like, like he started talking to me. He's like, loyal children of Altana, arise and be sustained. Be nourished in thine undying faith and bask in victories of frame. He's just valid. <laughs> Mage's ballad. <laughs> I was like, yes, Mage's ballad. And then I started following him around because I'm like, I want that ballad. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Because like, because the the two tick I get from from uh sigil and my nobles is just not enough. I should ought to be subbing scholar, but unfortunately, it's only like level nineteen. But that will be rectified. Yeah, I gotta work on that, man. My white mage subs scholar, and I don't even like white mage, and it's a good sub job. <laughs> Lol? How can you not like white mage to get to 75? I, I, I don't appreciate people who do um, that. Because I took it to 75 before I took my red mage to 75, and what happened was I was about, I think, level 73, and I was partying with some good friends of mine, and my one friend was a red mage, and I'm curing and buffing and regening and all that, and then I run out of MP and I healed and then she ran out of mp and she converted, converted. Oh, and i hate her again and i was like okay um t- i guess i'll finish it off i'm at level 73 and then i level red mage 
That's fun. Um, yeah, I hear. Have you, um, well, obviously you did the mat fight prior to repose, but I hear the mat fight with repose on Waymage is epic easy now. Yeah, I heard it's a joke now, which is good. I went in with tacos and so many potions and ethers, <laughs> man. Like I was so ready. <laughs> no, I was. I did. I did a tank food because I just didn't want to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, you'll kill her Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. Lol. And uh. You, uh, you've been saying you want Matt, so you can tell us about Matt. Oh, I've been trying, me and a few of my friends have been trying so hard to get Matt. And what you do is you, you just trade a testimony to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he hangs out all over the place. North Gustaberg, Saruta Baruta, Ron Fair, and Battalia Downs. And, uh, but, you know, everybody apparently is trying to get him because he never shows up anywhere. Um, slept lazy but, old man. You know, <laughs> the old man, he's a monk and any red mage will tell you that he'll rip things apart with Azure and fists. And, uh, and he is sometimes assisted by Deegan Harden battle. But, uh, you know, I've never seen it because everybody's trying to get him and apparently they're all working as hard as I am. I I once saw Matt in a campaign battle, and I was like, "Whoa, it's Matt!" And we got <laughs> and they made me if you got a screenshot together with him, and he looks just as old as he does in the present. I know. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's seriously. We, we go back five hundred years, and he would be like, "In my day, I leveled fifty oh, jobs to eighty <laughs> before they lowered the cap to seventy-five or something." I don't know. I don't know what he would say. He would say lots of things. <laughs> yeah. Um. What about the a Maru, Maruna Karina? Maruna Karina, yeah. Uh, what, what's, what can you not say about Maruna <laughs> Karina? I mean, like, really. Actually, he talks a lot because I talked to him and he's like crazy talkative. It's ridiculous. I, I know that. I know that. <laughs> but uh, when he's unallied, you can uh, ca- catch a chat with him in uh, Southern Sandoria. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Waters. And when allied, the cities. Yep. Well, yeah. So, well, two of them. <laughs> two of them. Okay. And yeah, just uh, hit him up as a scholar, and he'll uh, he'll he'll meet your uh, requirements. He doesn't. Ex- he's unique, in, in he's one of the campaigns who doesn't actually. I mean, he's one of the freelancers that doesn't actually fight. He's just he's all he's all talk and no action. Like he just I'm a tactician. He, he just <laughs> talks the talk, but doesn't walk the walk. He just like <laughs> I had talked to him. He's in Bastok the other day, and I was like, hey, and he's like, you're. He's like, here's lots of information about campaign. And I was like. Are you gonna fight? And he's like, no. It's like okay. Yeah. He's like okay. That's so cool. I'm a Taru. I have no HP. <laughs> and I'm a scholar, so I don't have stone skin. <laughs> <laughs> or haste slash sigh. <laughs> um. And yeah, that I guess that's pretty much all there is to say about him. Also, he- track freelancer alliances. What freelancer allegiances? Allegiance. Alliances. It should be allegiances, but it says alliances. Yeah, so I think yeah. allegiances would be a better word to use there. Yeah. Then fix it, Wiki. Oh, yes. <clears throat> so he's a chatty, weak, mooch, peeping Tom Stalker. Is that what you're saying? But you, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, he also tells you lots of stuff, like, like how much funds you have. And then he also tells so he watches your bank account. And he tells you how many, yeah. And he tells you your morale. Apparently, I just saw, I see <laughs> You're that. Too happy. You're really happy. Uh, actually, <laughs> not not really. I just died. No, you're happy, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> you're happy to see me. You better be. Lol. He says, "What is all this? Oh, he tells you how to recruit all the freelancers too. That's cool. Well, that's nice of him. 
He's like, hey. but we're doing that right now, so you guys don't really. Yeah, need you don't him. need to talk yeah. to him. But if you if you feel like not listening to us and reading from a silly Taruwaru who will rhyme quite frequ- quite frequently, then oh, this is actually kind of cool. All the stuff he tells you, but too many doesn't do anything. Why can't he? Why can't he like like? He's no mad. Cast Thunder Four or <laughs> something. something. Yeah, he has he has tier four magic. Spell. He has raised two. Do something with that. Yeah, and you know, and I read he, he since he's in the cities. He actually disappears when the campaign battle starts in the city. What a sissy! He's such a sissy. He can't even defend himself. He's like, I'm just going. I'm just going to go in that little. Well, tower. I've been since uh, three o'clock yesterday. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I've got places to be, and uh, you know, it's getting late. It's Golly, I gotta go to the library, you know. <laughs> Check. Actually, oh, I got some uh, work to do. <laughs> oh, midterm due next week. What? Okay, pause. <laughs> um. Okay. Then we're going to talk about the lovely Progo DJ Play School. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, this, this, <laughs> no, not pierogies. These aren't <laughs> cheese and potato filled pasta things. <laughs> These are frogs instead, and anybody that's done salvage or certain besieged, you know all about freaking frogs. Um, but this is your chance to uh, be Frogmaster somewhat. Uh, in um, West Saruta Baruta, you have the chance to, if you have Luface flies on you, trade them to a Pirogo servant. I think the servants actually look like little frogs. They aren't the ones that stand on their hind legs with stabs and have little fez hats on. Um, but if you are, do manage to get them to join you, and during the campaign battle, the prince will show up, which is one of those cool looking Pirogos with three of these Pirogo servants. And, um, with those, uh, it does, actually have death and break god the, the prince does so that's a big thing on your hand also it uses frog cheer and so all this stuff that you've probably have used against you in certain uh end game special events actually have on your side if you manage to uh convince if you've managed to influence the Perogo servant to uh join your army in the campaign so that's actually really cool i've said i think i've seen these progos a couple of times doing uh campaigns and uh I think in Saramook, they'll they'll just show up and start killing Yaguda, which is kind of cool. <laughs> They're also oh. drummers. <laughs> yes. All drummer band. There's like drumline, and, and it's like it's like drumline. Drum line and here. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with a good illusion. Who's in that movie? Uh, drum- I've only seen it like once. It's a good movie. It's, it's, it's good. I was, trying, I was gonna say like it's like it's like. The progos are drumline. Isn't that like Nick Cannon? That's who it was. I kept. I wanted. I kept wanting to say it was Chris Brown, but I'm like, no, it isn't Chris Brown. It's not him. Who is it? Okay. Good job. Good job figuring that out. Um, Rainmard, please. Rainmard. <laughs> Rainmard. Rainmard. So. I'm glad I get to talk about this guy. Um, he's just he's a red mage, and I I love red mage seriously. And this guy, this guy here. And I don't know how many of you listeners can remember way back when Red Mage... I don't know. If you look at your Red Mage and you're playing Final Fantasy XI right now, open up your Magic Skills tab. And if you're sub-Black Mage or anything but sub-White Mage, it's strange. You have a Divine Magic Skill, but no Divine Magic spells. Red Mage also used to have Flash. Really? Yeah. <gasps> and so does Rainmard. Aww. Yep. 
I like how yeah. they, I like how it specifies cast many red mage spells as well as flash. Like, well, flash <laughs> used to be a red mage spell and then they took it away from me. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a shout out. <laughs> way back in the day. Flash. But, uh, you can find this guy. He's hanging around Jugner Forest and all you gotta do is talk to him as a red mage and it'll sway him. He's, I mean, he's a red mage. What can I say? He can do anything, convert, and do it again. Go solo, uh, <laughs> go solo, Gwiver, while he in goes the campaign. Solo, Gwiver, right? While in the campaign battle. That's like, right, because he's 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 a red mage. One hand doing the other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's. Have you have you has anyone ran across Rainmard? I saw him. I wasn't doing campaign to go help uh, blue mages get whatever that knoll thing is. Uh, Azure and claws. I think something like that. Anyway, I seen him. I was just running by, passing through. I was like, oh, it's Raymard. Oh, I don't have time to fight with him, though. Fight with him? Well, that, um, that reminds me of, uh, like, just two days ago, me, Kamara, and another white mage were, ran into each other in Whitegate. And then, like, it all started with, with, uh, Kamara casting Protector 4. And then the, then the other white mage was like, Protector 5. And I was like, Shower 5. And then it was like, it was like, <laughs> it was like a white mage spell off. Like, it's like region three. It was like, it was crazy. It was, it was fun, fun stuff. It's like, step it up and step it up in white mage. That's awesome. Um, well, uh, and now to the lovely Tar Beastmaster, Rongo Nongo. And he, uh, shockingly summons buffaloes, domals, manticores, birds, and tigers. Oh my. I'm, I'm a Beastmaster, Beastmaster for life, and you just have to trade him jug pets. Conveniently enough, so we could probably use them in battle. Yeah, there you so go. So he's like, whoever helps me the most in helping you, help me help you. Help me help you. Help me <laughs> help you. Nicely put. Um, <laughs> and, uh, he's in Fort Karuga, Naruga, and then otherwise he's in basically the cities, which they basically all are. And, um, and that's pretty much it. I never seen him. Has anyone ever seen this Rongo Nongo? No. It's Rongo Nongo business. Rongo, Rongo Nongo does what Rongo Nongo wants to do, and no one asks him about his business. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so, what about Tiana? Kurt? Crut? <laughs> it's, it's funny that people say that, because Kurt's my brother's name. and It's your I don't, fault. It's, it's your own fault for naming yourself this, okay? Oh, well, actually, it's my brother's fault for making Crut the mule, which I then... <laughs> Got White Mage level 68, and he decided he wanted to play again. I was like, yeah, you're going to have to get a new account. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this uh, Titiana, um, Titiana, Titiana. I was just trying to say uh, the first three letters of that was me. Titiana, Titania, Titania. Whatever, it looks like Titan Ia. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's uh, this is the pixie one. And I don't, I've seen them in battle and it was the easiest, stupidest, easiest campaign battle ever because it was, uh, like nine fairies on drugs with infinite MP, constantly keeping everybody alive. And, uh, you know, from what I hear, uh, she's, uh, one of the harder, uh, freelancers to get. What you gotta do is free bottle pixies in Witchfire Glen. And, uh, she hangs around Grauberg S. No, Grauberg normal. Yeah, there's no, there's no Grauberg. There's, there's a Grauberg in the present. You really have to say the S at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, but, there was no, there, well, they, they talked about it. They may be adding those, those three zones. Kind of cool. 
in the present. Like, what happened to them? They're still there. Who knows? Yeah. Unless they do a quest where the entire area just gets bombed. I don't know. There's no explanation for it to not be there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this, it's a really good freelancer. When I was in battle, this, this guy helped me out a lot. True. Um, a quick I, question, uh, a yes. quick question. Uh, how, how do you go back in time in the game? There's Cavernous There's Maws, Maws, which yep. is like a time portal. You go through the cavernous mile, you come out on the other side, same place 20 years ago. Okay. And then you, go, then you go through it again to go 20 years present. Back again. Or you, <laughs> you're you going back to the future. <laughs> you just hang around that other place long enough, does it just become the prison? Yeah, or you, yeah I felt like that. When you when you do campaign battles like for like weeks nonstop, you're like, I don't even know what the present looks like anymore. <laughs> it's it just the world we Look at me go. Look oh, no, don't attack him. Like, why am I fading away? <laughs> why am I fading away? <laughs> <laughs> My arm go. We're going to write a video of VG Cats. Lol. <laughs> um, so, uh, Ula and Killwitch. Cool Hook. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, actually I've I've read this before in high school. Ulan Coolhook is actually a um it's part of the King Arthur mythos. Oh. Of um as far as it relates to as far as it relates to Final Fantasy Eleven, um they're they're uh in North Gustaberg, um normally just Ula. What happens is is if you trade them uh certain types of flowers, let me see here, you have the the Amaryllis Carnation, a marguerite, lilac, rain lily, or red rose, then you gain influence with them. Um, again, when they're part of the, part of the allied army, they'll be in one of the cities. Uh, what's cool about these two is that they're, on top of being ridiculously powerful, they always work together and as a team, so they're always on the same target. Mm-hmm. Um, Ula, I think Ula is a red mage or, well, cause she uses her, she's, she's one of those few NPCs that gets their own special attack. Um, but if he's not the red mage or a white mage, one of the two. Um, and then Coolhook is paladin. a freak, yeah, is a paladin with like relic. They're both, <laughs> so he'll, they're hmm? both paladins. Lol. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, but, uh, Coolhook actually, he has an Excalibur and will spam Knights of the Round. Mm-hmm. And in battle, if Ula dies, Coolhook basically goes into rage mode. Oh, <gasps> that's epic. Yeah. So, so he, like, Coolhook literally has, uh, has its own rage mode and he will thrash anything. I've seen these two once. Ula didn't die, so I haven't seen the, the wrath of Coolhook, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I guess try to influence them if you see them. Cause these two are ridiculously awesome. Um, just in standard campaign battles. Um, I've seen these two go toe to toe with, um, there's, I don't know if, if, if any of you have done the, uh, campaign in Pashow, there's, um, like Gigi Rock something or other, one of the Quaidabs that has those two, um, Paesti pets. But these two can kill all three of those. <laughs> wow. By them. So they, they're ridiculously powerful. Um, so again, uh, seeing as we've kind of come to the end of the list of uh, freelance NPCs out there, if you do have the opportunity to add some influence, you know, maybe you don't want to go completely out of your way to do it, but there are a lot of players out there that 
and, you know, basically at this point, they exclusively do campaign, kind of like you were saying, you know, people that have gone through, you know, all of their high level jobs doing strictly campaign. Yeah, their skills maybe suck, but they're pretty dependent on it. And, you know, being successful in campaign means you want to have all the help you can get. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I'm reading and it says that if Ula dies, Killwitch gains if invincible effect. So he's just he just can't die. That's I, pissed off. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I got, I got a question, a quick question number two. Uh, yes. This, uh, g- things you have to do to gain influence on them, is it like guaranteed that they'll help you once you do whatever it is? Well, or is it just whoever, kind of like whoever helps you keep saying gain influence, so I, I don't understand. Whoever, whoever helps them the most that previous week will gain, will win them, unless not enough people uh-huh. do it, and then they will just go back to. Yeah, they have to have a certain amount of total overall influence try to be placed on them, but then when somebody does win their affection, I suppose, um, what happens is, is at, they'll be at town if they're part of the army, one of the three cities, and then they will just show up when they feel like it. I don't know if there's a specific uh, methodology when it comes to these freelancers and when they show up, but you know, it could be at the beginning of a battle. I've seen somewhere if they're on the defensive, they might show up before a campaign battle even starts. Mm-hmm. Um, they just kind of run around in circles and then wait for people to come up. They say rain march. So say if you and Ed go up to him and talk to him as a red mage, like it says it's required. What's, what, what difference does it make that will sway them to one of you or the other? I think it's the amount of people, yeah. just the amount of people that show up and try to influence them. Because whenever you talk to one of these NPCs, I mean, when you're part of a campaign, you're part of one of the three cities' armies. So when but you like, talk they to only them, help, and, they only help one person or like a party? one one city. one city at a time. Whenever right. somebody has their ally, they they'll only go to that that gotcha. city's campaign areas. Gotcha. I miss that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's basically three cities that are always in a struggle, and Basox always lasts. That's all you know. Oh. That's all you know. Winters and Sandoria do. <laughs> Winters and Sandoria like going between first and second. I love you, Basta. Me too. <laughs> Sock for life. I will never switch to Sock in the from in the present though. Never, ever, ever. No, unless I, I'm rank ten and I'm thinking about switching to Winders just for the gill. <laughs> but you're, you're you're going back to Bastok though the second you're done with it. Well, of yeah. course, of course. Winders is just okay. Winders is just too big for its own good. Sandoria is just too snooty, and Bastok is just right. <laughs> I don't understand how Winders is so huge. You got the little Tarus with these teeny little toothpick legs and a giant city. Like their city <laughs> is the size of the entire Otterigan area. I swear. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know what those Tarus were thinking. Big minds. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, big minds, big dreams. Big minds. <laughs> forgot about your legs. <laughs> there's actually, uh, well, you know, the, uh, you know, I didn't discover till lately that there's teleport Tarus in yeah, the teletaru. Yeah, but the, 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 that still doesn't help too much because. No, because you still have to run across the map to get to them. Yeah. You might as well just zone. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. Tarus are silly. I went and did the back alley Magos quest, and I've only done it for Winders because it's the only nation that takes me so long, so long to run around in. Yeah, did you? Uh, yeah, I just I discussed that before episode three. Check it out. Yeah. I only done it for Basak actually because I'm in Basak and I don't want to. And in Whitegate, I don't want to really appear in um, Alzebi unnoticed, so I just rather stay. I don't like going into Alzebi because I'm too lazy to check and see if there's a besieged on. I don't want to run in there and be like, oh, now I'm stuck with monsters everywhere. Well, you're subbing Black Mage <laughs> for I get warp. To die. Subbing Black <laughs> Mage for warp and you just leave. 
I'm out of here. I don't sub Black Mage, I sub Ninja. On Red Mage, full never, time. Never go anywhere without the ability to warp back to your home point. Seriously. You'll never know. You'll never Death. know. Death is a good way to warp. No, well, I mean, if you're like a ninja and you're Minjin Gakarang, sure. Experience is a joke now. It's it's so stupid. You do one campaign battle and it's like, oh, look, I just got all my experience back. Yeah, but it still isn't. It's still nice. Okay. And now there's four NPCs that will um be that are for the Beastmen. Like, you have all those, but then you have four that are for the Beastmen. And I've actually seen some of these guys around. Um, Like, Ragejigu R. De Origuile. Yeah. 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 Greg. <laughs> yeah. And anyways, Greg, he's the guy for, he's the guy from the Mamur event. He's the evil guy. And he's like, yeah. He's like, raw. And he uses, um, he, he like sleeps everyone in the zone and paralyzes everyone and silences everyone. It's that guy who's always doing that to and me. And binding <laughs> and blinding and cursing. And then you're just dead. And then you're just sad. And it says it has in that he has like paral. Uh, has additional effects perilous on melee hits. So not only does he paralyze you, but when he hits you, you're paralyzed too. So, <laughs> so you're just like you're bumming, you're bumming, and then I think I feel like I've seen him all the time in Jugner, like owning us. I feel sad. I think I saw him in a city battle once. Oh, that's sad. I don't remember what one, but we were just getting torn up. Poor city. Um, yeah. I never guessed what city it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. The stock. Who? No, everyone else freaking defends their stealth, not us, or not you. I could say not you now. For now, not you. Um, traitor. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming back. Coming back. Okay. Um, and 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 uh, what about Uritos? You Uritos? Yeah. Uh, he's uh, the giant Gigas with all the Gigas mercenaries, and he's the ranger that actually one-hit me once. Oh, jeez. <laughs> one-shot me with eagle-eye shot. I don't, even, I don't even know what I did. I was just standing there curing people, and boom, eagle-eye shot. Well, that's what you do. Crushed the ground. That's what you do. <laughs> you I think, isn't this guy in the present day in Delfoot Tower now? Yeah. He's a, but he's weak sauce. <laughs> Not so tasty. I'm pretty sure it's that guy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, big old Gigas has a bunch of Gigas buddies and can one-shot Crut Mage. <laughs> Fear. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> it, it, it sounds scary because, yeah, all these, all these, all four of these guys are kind of scary, except for this one. Um, Boodlix, he is a goblin, and he <laughs> just, and he, all he does... I like your boots. I'd like to lick them, please. <laughs> Are you going to eat that? that what? <laughs> what? What? Did you just ask me that? No, it will. Um, he's, he uses uh, bomb toss, but never backfires. Or it hit, there's been no reported backfiring of his bomb toss tree. Which is yeah, like, and he uses it all the freaking time. Ow. I've yeah. never seen him. Is he is he bad? Like, do you, do you not like him? It's and he's just annoying because it's not like a bomb toss that does like five or six hundred damage, but he uses it like every ten seconds. So it's just like attack, attack, bomb toss, attack, bomb toss, bomb toss. Stop. So, bomb toss. Bomb bomb. Rahila. <laughs> what about uh, the last on our list of? Is there, is there, oh, evil freelancers. <laughs> Did you play school? Oh, 
damn Kaiser Behemoth, Whoa. screw this thing. Um, it, uh, okay, so the biggest, one of the largest enemies in the game, and he will sneak up on you every time. Like, you'll just be fighting a campaign battle, or you'll be fighting some other monsters, and how did I just get hit for 1200 damage? And then you yeah. all of a sudden you see this giant Kaiser Behemoth there just laying waste to everything in front of it. it I've, I've, been, I've been killed by this thing way too many times, and so I kind of take it personally talking about him. Um, but yeah, it, it, freaking Kaiser Behemoth will show up and just ruin your stuff. Yeah. My stuff. No, you, yeah. you ruined my, my stuff, stuff, man. man. <laughs> you know how long it took me to get that joy is? <laughs> yeah, and, and it, and it basically, and it keeps most of, I think it, yeah, it keeps just about all of the behemoth special attacks. So Thunderbolt, Shockwave, and Meteor. Oh yeah, it's coming. Oh yeah. Yes, Meteor. It uses it. And then, because there's probably little to no encapsulated organization in your campaign battle, whoever's the target's probably not going to tell you and run away, so Bowl. you know how that's going to end. Repose, yeah. repose, repose! <laughs> I bet it resists sleep. I try to repose crap all the time. I sometimes get stuff slept, but then they come after me five minutes later, and then I die. Yeah, I've had that happen on Corsair while I just like randomly light shot stuff because it's like, hee hee, light shot, light sleep face, woo! And oh crap, I really can't defend myself well with these trailer cookeries. Uh. Oh no, now there's seven of these things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're mad because your friend, you slept their friend. Darn you. Um, and uh so they're going to be opening up new campaign areas soon which which i just read in the interview yesterday they're going to be adding northlands hopefully in the next update awesome so there there's definitely a possibility for more freelancers on your side and the enemy side so yeah they i think in that same interview they even said that because they asked the question seeing as the game is still expanding with the new expansion and you have right now uh, Absolute Virtue and Pandemonium Warden, is there a chance that you'll add some other really, really big, bad, nasty? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, 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 I'm just hold out on the big baddies till someone downs Pandemonium Warden. <laughs> no, someone well, did. did. Apathy did. Somebody did. Someone did. Ap- did. Ap- yes. Apathy on Remora did. Yeah, they basically, I think what they do, they use like a high level Dia on it and then logged out while it. Proceeded to ask for torture. Oh, that's a, not yeah, it. That's the cheesiest thing I've ever heard. Whatever. <laughs> well, okay, well, it, they won. Well, They're the only it, one who won. So, bravo. Welcome to the debate. Welcome to the debate, my friend. <laughs> that that's kind of become a. I I wouldn't really call it a point of contention, but you know, it's it, it, people are like, okay, well, it's cool that you beat it, but yeah, could you logging out really. Like like actually beat it? Well, I'm not going to question whether or not that's actually beating it. They killed it. They got the drops. If Square wants to, quote unquote, adjust it because it's not intended back combat method, then that's their prerogative. But I congratulate them because I ain't beating Pandemonium Warden anytime soon. Yes, yeah, half of me is like, wow, I can't believe they beat Pandemonium Warden, and the other half is like, wow, what a cheesy, cheesy way to do something. Well, they, they had to keep someone there. Like they let they like made like a paladin say. So that they didn't lose hate. Well, yeah, it's like we well, yeah, a sacrificial lamb essentially. <laughs> yeah, here, eat, you know, like here, eat eight astral flows and join. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, don't worry, guys, I'll be fine. I mean, it's like, hey, you get to be you get to be Bruce Willis in Armageddon. Here, press the button. It's like, really, <laughs> really now, really. Um, I see I didn't hear that people had beat Pandemonium Warden. I thought he was still undefeated. Nope. <laughs> you need you need to keep up to date on your news, then, sir. 
Yeah, that was what uh, about a, a couple weeks ago, maybe yeah, two weeks ago. Uh, that would be the problem. I took a bit of a break. That's cool. Yep. So now we're all back on AV, and you know, some interesting theories have come uh, to light as of yes. recent. I'm excited regarding the weapons and torques. So we'll have to see if the somebody key, can step up no. to figure it out. The key to beating AV is Puppet Master. Puppet Master. Woo! Hope staff, hope torque, and you're just like I own life. <gasps> <laughs> No, you just like you just like use you just like change like you just use a maneuver and it like freaks AV out and he like starts convulsing on the floor <laughs> and you just win and then I get behemoth hose somehow randomly please <laughs> I'm like I don't I don't know how but <laughs> it happened where he's right about to die and his Regan like quadruples ah knows <laughs> um and now we're gonna talk about emails or the lack thereof which is actually yeah. Edwith at limbrickradio.com. I don't blame you for not emailing me because I don't know. Like I do. I blame all of you, especially you. Yeah, you. I find it worse if you <laughs> say the email like five times slowly. <laughs> well, I mean, I understand. It's just my show is kind of infrequent, um, and stuff like that. But uh, I would, I would, I would hope that anyone who enjoys the show go checks out my forum section at Limbrick Radio. I'm hoping to get a website that's been delayed severely for the past while. Um, and, and unfortunately, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but Fiofi is no longer a part of the show, which is unfortunate because Fiofi, lol. And, and, uh, uh, Jester King will be, will be filling in for him, even though Jester King isn't even here, so you wouldn't even be able to know that. But Jester had <laughs> some, uh, previous engagements, uh, so DJ Play School very, very nobly stood in for both Fiofi and Jester King. You're two people right now, DJ. Oh, excellent. Well, my pleasure. You're epic at that. Nice as good as the rest. Except me. You're the best. <laughs> You're the best. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I hope I hope to bring you more shows. If you have any cool topic suggestions for my random show, please send them my way because like Lolfries Lancers, who thought of this topic? Me, yeah. me. So, now this is important because campaign again. Campaign. A lot of people out there rely solely on campaign, or if you campaign for any moderate amount, you'll probably see the same. So, you know, like the same four or five people there all the time Seriously. every time you go. Yeah. So yeah. So it's it, it's a pretty integral part to some people's leveling regimen. So hey, this is this is important. This helps out a ton. I know if I only have like two hours to play, I'm just like I'm gonna go campaign. Campaign, yeah, two yeah. hours. I mean, you get you get some good matches, or you know, hey, a couple of free fortification smashes and maybe you know, AFK hey. for five hours. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's AFK. Go make a sandwich. No, make a sandwich. No coffee. No, we need no. We need to talk about the worst thing we ever did in campaign. Okay, I'll I'll start, and you hopefully you can one up me. One time, one time a campaign battle started in Patch on Marshlands S, and there was a there was a. It was the, it was smashing the walls, so I just so I sat, sat I I like set me and Hanya on it, and then I literally went out to lunch, came back, and I came back and I was still fighting. It was amazing. <laughs> I got great experience from that fight too. I was like, good job, good job. <laughs> wow, good job, Hanya. Um, I wasn't in campaign. Like I did, I didn't have tag. What I was doing is I was on my dark night and I was skilling up my great sword, and uh, so I, I find. A- Fortification. I was only like a oh, forty, maybe mid forties. Find a fortification. You so died. Grab my great sword. 
and swung at it and went to sleep. Oh, wow. My brother's like, well, you're probably going to die. Like, there's going to be monsters in the lag. You, you know what? I don't even care. I'm just going to bed. I'm going to leave my guy swinging here, and I'll wake up, and I'll uh, oh, home point it by default, yep. and I'll have a few skill levels. <laughs> so what happened? And then you come back. Yeah, I just died. I ended up dying. <laughs> something something aggroed me. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> I died and woke up, logged out, went to school. <laughs> nice. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. Sufficiency. Did you get any skill ups? Did you happen to notice? Yeah, I got Woot, skill ups. I got up to I think one fifty on maybe a little I, I think lower than that. Ca- on, uh, I think caps at one fifty. Yeah, they cap out because uh yeah, and I got that on my great sword. Then I retired my Dark Knight because it's really not that much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so really no loss Dirt. overall. Really overall not a big deal. <laughs> uh DJ Play Schools, do you have any exciting campaign stories to share? Um, no, just, you know how most campaigns go when the, the, when the enemies are on the defensive and you should, you know, by the time it starts and you, you know, everybody starts, you know, getting their tags and showing up, there are already like 80 bazillion enemies walking around in circles out in front of it. And basically it's just waiting for one person to manage to find that one enemy that's by themselves so you can pull and start killing. And okay. So one of these creatives kind of walks a couple of steps out from the very very front just in front of the you know, the little emblem, the little banner thing that's out in front and I'm just like okay this one looks like a good one so I you know pull out my controller and I toss it and right as I'm you know start the animation for it it starts walking back toward a huge group of guys I'm like no 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 and I pull like 30 guys <laughs> and everybody's like running away, and of course I get completely old. <laughs> yeah. I think like four other people ended up dying near me, and I'm just like, okay, I'm never pulling ever again. And I, have, I have, I have never pulled an enemy in that fashion since that one time. I was like, no, no, not never again. I can't, can't do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I'm always scared. Whenever, whenever you're in those campaign battles, you're like, it's like it's like you and like ten other people in past hour. You're like. So, yeah, so, so you want to pull? So you want to pull? And then you're looking around, like, I'm not pulling. You want to pull? I'm not pulling. I'm a red mage. There's a thief over there. Make him do it. <laughs> and eventually, eventually, someone just gets aggro. And that's, that's, yeah. that's what happened. Got it, got it. <laughs> yeah. I accidentally, I was pulling. I pulled once. Uh, but I was just flipping through my spells real quick, and I meant to pull with Dia. But I may or may not have pulled with Diaga. Oh no. <laughs> Die. <laughs> yeah, that, that caused a bit of a problem. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so do you have any shout outs you would like to make? Kurt, Crut, Crut, Crut Mage! Do I have any shout outs? Well, since, since you keep saying it, I might as well uh, throw my first shout out to my brother Kurt, uh, <laughs> also known as Majaholic on Garuda. Um, He's the Red Mage Master. Everything I learned about Red Mage, I learned from him. Uh, let's see. Uh, shout out to Dubwa, Solo, uh, Soraka, and Amara, and all of the demons of Anadil. I love you guys. And Midnight Memory, if you find out that uh, Ed here doesn't have Warrior Sub leveled for his Puppet Master, go easy on him. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and DJ Play Schools, do you have any shout outs you'd like to make? 
Um, yeah, uh, just a couple shout outs to the community at large. Um, just for you, Limit Break Radio, Pet Food Alpha, uh, Vanadil Profiles for, you know, putting me on here in recent months. Um, the big shout out in game to, uh, my both social and, uh, Dynamis LS, uh, the Alliance of Altana and, uh, Spank and Relic. You know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get those COPs done so we can do Dreamland Dynamis here shortly, guys. Keep up. True. And, uh, yeah, I'm one of seven on those promies right oh now. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I, I have, I have, I have yet to have a character out of all four of my characters that have level, that have had level 75 jobs. I have yet to smoothly make it through the freaking promie runs. Promies so, are so ridiculous. I I leveled Summoner just to do them though, because everyone was like, <laughs> uh, "We don't, we don't want your Black Mage, so please level something else." And I leveled Summoner just for that. <laughs> White, Mage, White Mage is completely acceptable to bring to Promies. Yeah, but I hate White Mage. I don't think you fully understand how I hate White Mage. Let me explain this. I to love you. White Mage though. I haters. I can't stand it. Like everything I can do on my White Mage, I can do on my Red Mage. Not better. No. Can you cure five on your red mage? I think not. Raise three. Cure four. Raise and then three. Deal with the uh, raise three. Better. <laughs> raise three. Yeah, but when the corrupt mage is there, nobody dies. Oh, nobody. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Seriously, you had wipes, Nizel. Don't lie. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> I, you know what? You know what I do for fun sometimes? I hang out in Nizel Isle staging point and I'm just like raise three people who failed. I'm like I'm sorry. See, this is what you have to do for fun as a white mage. What I do is I go and solo things as red mage. Ninja. Oh my god, solo and white mage? Are you ta- are you kidding? <laughs> like I'll duo with anybody, but solo, no. Uh, actually, I know uh, a couple solo. good white mage uh, soloers. Maybe, maybe uh, a decent club think. skill, maybe, maybe. A- Anna. I don't know if you guys know Anna, no, but, but she's, she's awesome. You guys never heard of Anna? Oh my god! Open your ears. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna get into that. She's a nice girl sometimes, but she can she can get pretty defensive when you start to talk to her about her white mage thief. Oh, that sounds like a cool combination. I should try that. Shut up, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. No, do like that. like ever. sneak attack and trick attack that would increase your weapon skill output. Yeah, because that's completely acceptable. Well, I mean, if, you, if you're just doing it for fun, of course you're not going to be in a party like that. No, this is how she got to level 75. On Thief and White Mages. White Mage, Thief, Thief, White Mage. That's interesting. Outrageous. <laughs> awesome. That, that is I don't know how epic. She, I really, epic. I think she got to 75 for me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know how she... I plan to... I have, a, I have a character, a separate character. She's a Mithra. And I plan to take her all the way to 75 war using a polearm exclusively. I'm going to see how that goes. Boo. Polearm. LOL polearm. And LOL derg. <laughs> I'm, but I'm not a dragon. I'm war using a polearm. <laughs> so you're a wannabe LOL derg. <laughs> yes. Have fun staying in parties, my friend. Have fun campaigning your way to 75. Hey, as long as I make <laughs> yeah, it. That too. As long as I make it to 75, I'll be happy with my life. Hey, I know some information about freelancers you might be interested in. <laughs> <laughs> really? Nice. Really? Really now? <laughs> um, do you have any exciting shout outs for you, for, uh, the world to hear, Kyle? Uh, 
Um, no, no, just like thank the Academy. Um, Jamie, Colin, Daryl, Lauren, David, uh, if they listen, and uh, anybody from FXN that's listening, yo, I'll make sure to give a shout out for being on the show later today when we do our show. Yay! So I'm sure there's Final Fantasy Eleven listeners on there. I can direct to a Limit Break Radio. Oh, shout out to Craig. Hey, yeah, I forgot to shout out to Kyle. Kyle. Yep. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lol. Thanks for translating. Yeah, that's what I do, man. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm glad. I'm glad you invited Craig, Kyle, because yeah, smooth move. It's smart <laughs> of you on several levels. Lol. Jk. Um, and I guess that brings us to the closing of our show. Edwith at LimbicRadio.com. Send us. Send me your e- emails, and I will respond back. I don't bite, I swear. So, everyone say goodbye. Alright, bye. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks Take for having time. me. I, this, was, uh, this was fun. Yeah. Later, everyone. Take it easy. Yeah, see ya. I'll be your zen. Tetra Master and Vanadeel are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and PlayAlign are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Elegantly Edwith and Limit Break Radio are solely responsible for its content. We've been fighting a long time. We are outnumbered by crabs. Humes have a strength that cannot be measured. This is Kokanen, and if you're hearing this, you are the Alliance. This summer, the Elegantly Edwith Tribune tackles the topics other Tribunes are too scared to talk about. Notorious Monsters.